Hey guys, it's me, Danny, here with Rob again. And in this episode, we're going to be answering a question that one of you lovely folks have sent us. Can I have ADHD if I can't hyperfocus? Now, let me answer this right away. Absolutely. You don't need to be able to or have to or want to have, uh, have hyperfocus if you have ADHD. Does that make sense? Yes, right. that makes sense, Danny. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so hyperfocus. I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about hyperfocus. Um, cause in the question that we got, the question or question person, the person who sent the question, um, I could, I could tell that they believed hyperfocus to be a positive thing. Um, which, you know, you, you can, uh, on which it can, I mean, uh, for someone, but you know, just, I just want to clarify things. Hyperfocus, um, or with its proper name, perseveration, is the flip side of our difficulty managing our attention. Uh, everyone with ADHD is probably familiar with, you know, our difficulty starting our focus. But we also, you know, we also experience the flip side, which is difficulty stopping focus. I said starting focus initially, right? Yep. Starting focus and stopping focus. Hyperfocus is just our difficulty stopping our focus. Because as I said, ADHD is about difficulty managing our attention. Um, now, if you are lucky, you, you will hyperfocus on things that you enjoy. Unfortunately, this isn't always the case for everyone. And not even the case for people who kind of like benefit from hyperfocus. What I mean by that is um, for myself, for example, I'm not a fan of hyperfocus at all, just because I have only ever hyperfocused on stuff that I don't want to hyperfocus on. Now there have been times, you know, when I have like assignments or exams, you know, I can hyperfocus on my study, which is whatever. Um, but that's only like maybe, you know, 5% of the times, 95% of the times I'm hyper-focusing on like some random game or book or TV show. And I'm just staying up for days, you know, kind of forgoing food, drink, sleep, Yeah. which, yeah, you know, so it's just <laughs> overall, it's just not healthy. And, you know, like people can talk about it as if it's a positive thing, you know, like if they, say for example they're writing a book uh <laughs> and um they kind of like hyper focus on it and then you know they, they they finish writing the book in a couple of weeks i'm not talking about rob here rob apparently didn't use hyper focus on his book um <laughs> and you know like and then person mentions it and you know when other people with adhd hear it it's like wow you know hyper focus you made you so productive it's a good thing but you know but they were quite lucky. Um, what could have happened was they hyperfocused too hard on writing the book and they burnt out, you know, just after a couple of days because hyperfocus is okay. So it's exhausting, <laughs> exhausting. Yeah, no. Um, an analogy, um, on my Twitter, someone mentioned this and I thought it was a fantastic analogy for hyperfocus. Um, it's like, it's like someone running a hundred meter dash and taking their time and like top speed for the 100 meter dash 
and expecting it to be the case for like a 3k marathon yeah yeah well, yeah, it's, like, it's uh, like watching Usain Bolt do a hundred meter dash and then extrapolating that speed to a huge distance. Well, uh, like he's the best runner in the world. I'm sure if he could do that, he would, but <laughs> it doesn't yeah. really work like that. It's physically impossible. No. And yeah, like Usain Bolt is the fastest runner in the world, but he's not a marathon runner. Like marathon uh, yeah. running needs like, you know, like stamina, you know, like, if you, um, you know, if he, if you had him race against the top marathon win, uh, runners, he will lose. Um, so, you know, you are really comparing apples to oranges. And the reason I mentioned this is because people with ADHD, we can kind of start developing this belief that hyperfocus is a good thing, or more accurately, that hyperfocus is how we should be, you know, like, Oh yeah, when I was hyper focusing, I was able to write ten pages of you know my report or my book or whatever. And when we're not hyper focusing, and you know, say for example, we do two or three pages, it can make us feel worse about ourselves because we start thinking at our best we could do ten pages. My point is, that those ten pages were you know like what is better, ten pages and then burning out, or like three pages but sustained over a longer period of time. Damn, you sound, like, you sound like my book now. <laughs> <laughs> one is just significantly healthier than the other. Well, can, can you say the car brake analogy? I, I love that one. Okay, yeah. Um, thank you, Rob. Um, so I have an analogy for this. It's one of my favorite analogies um, I've ever made. So when people say that hyperfocus is a good thing, I see that like someone saying that the brakes in your car being cut is a good thing because it allows you to go downhill faster. Now, yeah, it does allow you to go downhill faster and you can pick a lot of speed, but you have no brakes. You can't control yourself. You know, and I feel like that's what hyperfocus is. Yeah. You, you just have you to might, hope that you're going in the right direction. You might, yeah, you have to hope you're going in the right direction. And then you have to really, really hope that you hit something soft yeah exactly <laughs> which does not yeah. happen all the time exactly yeah because i you know i honestly i honestly would not i don't like hyperfocus. you know people i have gotten into a lot of arguments with other people with adhd for this but i do not like hyperfocus. i feel like it sets a bad precedent for ourselves yeah it makes us it makes us believe that we can achieve a lot more than we actually can without you know completely breaking down and exhausting ourselves and again I, so if i write 10 pages in a single day because i was hyper focusing that will not matter if i burn out for like a week afterwards i mean writing maybe like a page a day sustained over a longer period of time is much better because i don't have to you know, burn out and, you know, stop being able to do anything at all. I, I'm, I'm, I didn't realize how passionate I was about this. No, actually I did. Yeah. I have been ranting about this quite a bit. Um, sorry, Rob, I've, I've been dominating the entire. Uh, I mean, you're totally right though. Like um, I, I think a lot of people, especially when they think about hyper-focus, it's exactly as you said, it's, there's no breaks. You're going down a hill at maximum speed. And if you're lucky enough to be in the going in a direction that is positive for your school, your career, or maybe a hobby you really enjoy, or just something good that that 
you know, it, it feels like, oh, this is how it should be always. But it's like, well, cutting your brakes on your car and going down a hill and then hoping it's the right direction is not a very good strategy for anything in life. And the other thing about hyper-focus is you can't actually control it. You can't decide, okay, today it's time to hyper-focus. You just, it, it's not a voluntary decision that you can make. So ultimately, if it happens and you're working on a project and you hyper-focus and you spend a day doing this incredible feat of productivity in like a very short period of time, even if it is, even if all the stars align and it's just this happy accident or whatever, that, you know, you, you still have to not buy into that or not, not, uh, not allow yourself to hyper-focus because you're just going to be burnt out and you're going to crash, right? Like it's just not a very sustainable and it's not a very, um, not a very good way to do really any type of work because there's just so many negatives associated with it. Um, One one more thing. Um, One more interruption. Um, So the the usual retort for this, right, as in me saying hyperfocus is not a good thing, we shouldn't rely on it yeah. is, but I can't do anything without hyperfocus, which is absolutely valid. I have been there when my ADHD symptoms were at their worst. I needed that obsessive drive of hyperfocus to be able to do anything. Yeah. I completely understand. Yeah. It's like a car with, it's like going back to the car thing. It's like, well, my car, like my car engine doesn't work. I need that hill. I need to go down the hill without brakes to, to, to go anywhere. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly it. Um, I mean, this is obviously a nuanced, you know, it's a nuanced topic. I'm not saying hyper-focus is a bad thing. One should stop using it full stop, you know, end of story. If one has, I used hyper-focus when I wasn't able to concentrate in any other way. What I'm actually trying to say is you shouldn't feel bad because you feel that you aren't able to hyperfocus. Yeah. Because even if you could hyperfocus, 99% of the time it would it might have been it would not have been useful and okay. Um there so there was a celebrity, I forget who it was. Uh, they were, they were, they were getting interviewed and, uh, the interviewer asked them, you know, like, do you have any, uh, tips for newcomers in the field who want to, uh, you know, like, uh, who want to know, like how to make it in this field? I forget who the person was. They might've been like a musician or like an actor or a comedian or something. And the person basically said, don't listen to me. I was one of the lucky ones because making it, or in this case, having, you know, like really, really positive experiences with hyperfocus, those guys are the lucky ones, you know? Like, even if you have positive experiences with hyperfocus, it will be completely outweighed by the negative stuff. Like I have, I have stayed awake so many nights just because I was not able to stop doing whatever I was doing. I was not able to stop hyperfocusing. I've foregone sleep, I've foregone food, I've foregone, you know, friends, relationships, everything, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, oh God, it's, it's obsession, you know, it's, uh, I know why it can feel so appealing when you aren't able to do anything, but, you know, it's, 
yeah, you know, like moving might seem better when, you know, your car is stalled, but at least a stalled car won't crash into a wall at like 200 miles an hour, you know, burning and destroying itself in the meantime. Um, and, and there's also negative experiences with hyperfocus, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Can you talk about yeah. those, Danny? Uh, I, I feel like I should let you speak, uh, Rob. I've been, I've been kind of talking a lot. Well, yeah. So I, I, th- I think like the, the core problem um, with hyperfocus is that it's very deceiving in multiple ways. We just talked about how, um, you know, it's quite random. You can't really control what you're hyper-focused on. Sometimes it's sort of a happy accident that you're hyper-focusing on, a, on something you have to do at, for school or work um, or maybe a hobby you enjoy. But, and then sometimes you hyper-focus on something that's potentially not negative, but is something that really is irrelevant and ultimately you don't really enjoy. And it's just, it's, it's not a positive or a negative thing. It's just a thing. It's just your brain being unable to properly um, task switch. So sometimes that makes you task switch a million times a minute, which you know is sort of this other word, which is distractions. And sometimes your brain doesn't switch tasks at all. And it stays focused on this one thing, which is what hyperfocus is. And, and so like, it's, you know, it's just not really positive or negative. It just is. Um, and so, uh, one of the other things that I've, Danny, I think you've probably been asked this as well is like, Hey Rob, or Hey Danny, if, if I can't, do anything without being hyper-focused, like, what do I do? You're telling me not to hyper-focus. That makes sense, hopefully. So what do I do? Like, do I just do nothing? So I have a couple of answers to that, Danny. Do you want to hit on that first? No, go on ahead. Okay. So the, what I would say is, so let's stick with this car analogy, right? So you're this, you have this vehicle, you have a hill in front of you, which you could go down uncontrollably. Or um, your other problem is your engine just is stalled or is not, just not working. You just can't really seem to just go where you want to go. Well, that's the problem you need to fix. That's the, that's the, that's the real issue that you have is, is that something because of your ADHD is giving you a difficult time with doing the things you actively want to or need to do. And the solution is very tempting to just roll down that hill because at least that's somewhere but that direction isn't necessarily good. So um, the other problem, of course, which Danny, you mentioned, is that you can gain so much distance going down this uncontrollable hill. But, and then because you remember how fast and how far you can go with hyperfocus, you then say to yourself, well, I can do, you know, 10% of that in one sort of normal day, but that's just not great. I want to do 10 you know, 10 pages. I want to do hyper-focus level of, of work. Well, just don't think about that. It's just not useful. It's, it's not a good, just actively tell yourself, nope, that's, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on having a good day as often as possible. I'm not going to focus on having these incredible hyper-focus days. I'm just going to focus on having good days. That's, that's what I did. Danny kept kind of laughingly uh, referencing uh, my experience with, with writing my book and I kind of didn't hyper-focus at all while writing it. And that's true. I told myself every single day when I woke up, I'm not going to hyper-focus on this today. I'm going to have a good day and then I'm going to put it away. 
And that's what I did every single day. And, and some days were awful, not going to lie, but some days were better than good. But most days, the consistency was just to aim to have a good day and then turn it off and go away and do something else. And that, that has always been the best advice I've ever received. And the best advice that I've, I've given, given other people is, is to focus on being good, not incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Averagely consistent is much better than, you know, bursts of productivity followed by weeks or months of, uh, burnout. Yeah. Burnout is, yeah. Burnout is the one we we haven't even dug into either. Right. Like we've mentioned it a few times and you know, there's been examples of me getting, waking up in the morning and getting super inspired to like build a game, a video game or build an app. So I spend 18 hours in that day. I don't eat. I don't sleep. I don't go to the bathroom. I don't drink water. I don't do anything. I just work on this one thing. And then at the end of that one day, it's like, yes, I have this cool prototype video game I made. Well, the next week is just like throwaway. I can't really do work. I just drained my brain. I can't remember things like it's just, it feels good in that one moment. But the rest of the week is like, I can't even remember what happened. It's so, so such, such burnout. So, and you feel bad um, and discouraged from continuing on with that work just because you believe you need hyper-focus to do it, or you start believing that you need hyper-focus. Oh no, sorry. You, you start believing that the 18 hours was you at your best as in, I know I can do 18 hours. If I do like two hours, that's nothing. You know, I'm so unproductive. Our point is, you know, the two hours of of like productivity a day is significantly better than the 18 hours followed by weeks or months of burnout. Yeah. You know, um, not only does hyperfocus create uh, like it creates too large an expectation of yourself um, you know, like you start believing that you can achieve much more than you can in a sustainable fashion. Um, but if only also, I could, if only I could do 18 hours every single day, then I yeah, would be and, yeah. successful. Yeah. And you, you start feeling bad because you feel like you should be able to hit that, you know, like, oh, you know, um, w- w- uh, sorry, uh, Rob, uh, I think this is the perfect time to, how did you phrase that tweet of yours again? Um, oh, um, people with ADHD are feel like they have unrealized potential because they hyper-focused one weekend four years ago and are still trying to chase that feeling. Yeah, that's, that, that is essentially our point, you know, summarized. Um, hyper-focus, you know, I could take it or leave it. You know, it's, it's fine either way. But the real point that we're trying to say is it's, it's just, it, it just is, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's not a gift or a curse. It's not a super good thing that you need to be productive, um, nor is it the end of the world, but you shouldn't beat yourself up if you can't hyper-focus. And if you can hyper-focus, I don't know what I was going to say at the end of this sentence. <laughs> well, um, I, I think one of the more advanced questions might be like, what happens if I'm hyper-focusing on something I really want to work on? Should I just like not do it? 
you know? And yeah. I, I, I think that you were kind of getting to this point, which is like, there's been certain days where I've been working on a project nicely with, with sort of this average, good, happy, sustainable mindset. And then one day I just find some like specific problem about it. And I just really, really, really hyper-focus and I can feel myself in that moment that I'm starting to hyper-focus. And then like six hours has, has gone by and I'm like, Oh wait, hold on, hold, hold on. This is not healthy. Like I know I need to stop now. And it's a very difficult to do this. And I don't, I mean, it doesn't even like, like still, I, I know what's happening and it's still difficult for me. But the best thing that I have found, and, and Danny, I, th- I think you'll agree too, is if you feel like you're hyper-focusing on something that you really want to do and you're happy doing, and you can like in the moment be objective and analytical about it, maybe give yourself a few hours of that and then just stop, go away. Don't, don't yeah. do it anymore because you're still going to have that inspiration tomorrow. You're still going to have the productivity that you achieved today, but you're going to avoid the burnout, which is the most critical part. Yeah. And I mean, uh, the, you're still going to have your inspiration tomorrow. I, you know, it's, it's debatable. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I just you know, mean I, that I, you're I, not going to get burned out of your inspiration. Yeah, no, I, 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 no, no, absolutely. I, I do know what you mean. Um, but um, what my point is essentially, um, God, I, oh God, uh, recording during nighttime is, is awful. <laughs> um, I, I have no idea. I, I have literally no idea what I was going to say. It's probably because oh, yeah, I, I remember now. it. Okay. If you hyper-focus on things that you enjoy, you will likely put yourself off it because hyper-focus stretches you thin. Um, if anyone has watched uh, Lord of the Rings, it's like, um, it's like when Bilbo, you know, puts on the ring and, you know, he lives for 110-ish years. Um, and you know, like he, he lives for much longer than hobbits live for, but he says it himself. It's not that his lifespan has expanded. It's more that it's been stretched thin. And by the end of it, he just doesn't, okay. He, you know, (laughs) the obsession aside, he just does not want to continue because it's just like, you know, does does my analogy make sense, Rob? Yeah, it does. Yeah. No, it totally does. It totally, absolutely. Like, You've, you've, if you expend 100% of your energy in one giving di- one given day, like that, that like inspiration and, and that energy isn't going to like fully reset tomorrow. Like you have to keep some in the tank. Otherwise you're going to just stretch your potential out and you're not going to be able to do it the next day or the next week. Yeah. So. You're going to burn yourself out. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, I think we've, ranted uh, about hyperfocus. <laughs> well i know i have uh enough um i think we can end it there um, cool um if you have a question for the podcast that you would like us to talk about and answer please go to but the thing is.com and there's a huge button that says ask a question um in that field just please remember to put the words like answer this in the podcast and then ans- ask your question and we'll get to it as soon as we can. Yeah. Uh, and if you follow us on iTunes, please leave us uh, a rating or maybe a review. It will help us and it'll help other ADHDers find us as well. 
thank you for listening and uh yeah we'll see you next week